It's a great pleasure to welcome to the first edition of What's Next for 2023, Craig Novitz, who's the CEO of Syntec, as well as Ryan Martin, who's the co-founder, Sales Marketing Director at Syntec. Uh, gents, great to have you with us and uh, best wishes for 2023. I, I, I have a good gut feeling that it's going to be a, a great year for you guys based on what you've been doing. And uh, it's a company that I've been watching with 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 great interest over the last few years and your your growth has been absolutely fantastic because you are distributors of several energy brands when and with this insight you look at what's happening with consumer trends with regards to energy you look at load shedding how, how that's impacting all of our lives and um, and you know load shedding is something of a permanent feature now we even i was reading on my broadband the other day that uh, they say that uh, we're going to make load shedding permanent for the next two years at least uh, according to government but there's definitely a massive energy crisis and if it wasn't for your products people wouldn't have uh, um, you know their lives made easier but yet there are lots and lots of people who have uh, huge energy issues and, and the work from home scenario is one big thing and just continuation of life when you want to do stuff after hours and you don't have energy you want that connectivity so craig and ryan welcome to both of you and thank you for joining us thank you Aki. good to be here thanks Aki. good to be here cool man I mean, Ryan, I mean, talk to us about, I mean, you, you've been watching the marketing trends and, and all your sales and that sort of thing. And you look at how our lives have changed and consumer trends and the way that load shedding has impacted our lives. What are you seeing on your side? So, Aki, we've, uh, we've been fortunate to, to have access to all the new technology that's coming on stream globally. And, um, and I think being in the game with power banks for several years now, We've seen consumers go from wanting just a small portable power solution to keep their cell phones going to these days needing to have real alternative power, not only when you're camping, but as you say, in load shedding. Um, and uh, I think there's a growing demand for solutions that are going to be able to power many of the appliances and computers and devices that we work with, but uh, but not only do that for short periods of time, but, but uh, for several hours these days. So uh, some of the brands we, 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 we found have really done that well are, are uh, international brands like, like Romos and Xiaomi, uh, and then some of our, our local brands that Syntec distributes and, and manufactures, including Winx and, uh, and Gizu. Yeah, no, those are great brands, and I'm familiar with all of those brands. So uh, well done. You guys are doing a great job in creating that awareness. And I, I remember Gizu, um, and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. I remember many years ago first seeing this device that was powering a, 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 a Wi-Fi router and, and had enough energy to power a couple of batteries uh, to charge your laptop, etc., and all that was happening simultaneously, and just people were were raving at it. And I, I was astonished at the size of this device and what it could actually do. And it was a very, very clever device, which is, I'm sure, you still sell. But uh, talk to me about Gizu, um, and I'm curious on the name as well. How did you guys come up with the name? But it's a really popular energy brand. What what makes this brand particularly special to Syntec? So Gizu is, uh, funny enough, the, the brand that took us the longest to generate the name. And, and, and still, I think it took us longer to come up with the name for the brand than, uh, than it does to, to, to get new products to market. Um, and uh, as you say, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's a product we, we felt 
Um, globally, there, was, there, there were power solutions and products that were available on the market, but many of those brands didn't understand South Africa's real requirements. Um, and I think we do have a unique, unique application with load shedding, um, very distributed people, uh, great sunlight in, in some instances, but, but really I think South Africa's needs are a little bit different to the rest of the world and, and the portable power requirements are, are challenging. So we came up with a, a brand that was intended to solve the South African or African needs for power um, in a way that would be cost effective, would last long, and, uh, and, and really be able to be accessible to as many consumers as possible. And, uh, and, and back at the beginning of our, uh, of our journey with Gizu, the most important things to power were uh, your internet, which I think you referred to that little mini UPS, and keeping the Wi-Fi on keeps the kids happy, keeps people operating and keep, keeps uh, a degree of a smile on your face during load shedding. And the second thing was uh, keeping mobile devices charged. So, uh, so we had a range of power banks um, and, and over the years, we've tried to understand every possible application that a consumer in South Africa might have uh, relating to power and, um, and build the right product that's going to be able to service those needs. And, and so the range has just grown as, as, our, as our power requirements and, and uh, load shedding uh, timetables have gotten more and more onerous. Oh, that's amazing. What an interesting story. Now, there must be great benefits as well to having a brand that's a local brand uh, where you can handle many of the elements in-house, right? So I, I think you, you ultimately have more control of a brand like this. Uh, okay, absolutely. Um, you know, being our own brand, uh, we put a lot of value into the, the quality and the, the, the service life of the product. So um, Gizu is our own brand. When we find products overseas, we'll go to a factory. We'll take that product to an independent test lab and we'll get it retested under the latest test standards. So South Africa does require some approvals, but they're not always the latest standards. When we take Gizu, we take it to an independent lab and we do the latest test possible on the device. So currently our power stations and our load shedding products have a certification called IEC 62368. And what that does is there are new variables in the test reports that are required for batteries. So there's a new standard that requires that if the battery gets over a certain temperature, the charging stops on the unit. So that wasn't on the, the old test report. So we've actually gone to our manufacturers and we've got them to add in a temperature sensor on our battery. So if the battery reaches more than 45 degrees Celsius, the unit automatically stops the charging of the device. So these are good. This type of extra uh, certifications, we get approved on all our devices before we import them. That's not standard out of all the factories out of mm. China. Mm. And, we, and we obviously do a lot of improvements on the product. So on our mini power stations, uh, on, our, on our mini UPSs, we're now on generation four of our product. So when we bought the first product in, we had uh, one DC output that was selectable between 5, 9, and 12 volts. And we had a 10... 100 PoE ports that was 15 volts or 24 volts. So after we reintroduced that into the market, you started finding a lot of people had two devices. So you had your ONU, which is your little fiber box that converts that to Ethernet, and you had your router. And often those devices were running on different voltages. So if you only had one output that you could adjust between 5, 9, and 12, 
you couldn't run two devices on separate voltages. So we went right, back to the right, factory right. and we said, guys, please modify for us. And rather, instead of the POE, that's 10100, rather give us two DC outputs that are variable between 5, 9, and 12, so you can run two devices at different voltages. So that was the first improvements that we did with the factory, um, and that's called ODM. So we actually redesigned the unit with the factory. Uh, we redesigned the mold, and that becomes an exclusive product for us that they cannot sell to anybody else. So that was the first generation that we updated to have two different voltages. Then we realized that got a lot of people we wanted POE on the units, but the standard on POE of 1524 had already advanced to 48-volt POE and gigabit POE. So that was the second improvement that we made in our generation two uh, mini UPSs, is that we added gigabit POE, and that supported both two and four wire POE, and that was the second improvement. Um, now, as we were alluding to earlier, we've gone from stage one and two, and in the past couple of months, we've had a lot of stage six load shedding. And when we de designed a lot of the devices, they were designed around a two-hour load shed. Uh, Four-hour is a lot more complicated and creates a lot more problems. Uh, all of our products are lithium-ion solutions. And when we first launched the products, you had about 500 cycles out of a lithium-ion battery. That has since improved, and the latest lithium-ion batteries, we now had about 1,000 cycles. And we'll soon be moving, and we have already on some of our mini UPSs, we moved over to PO4, which then extends you to two to 3,000 cycles. Wow. And obviously... At, at stage six load shedding, where you're experiencing load shedding three times a day, um, you could be draining a lead acid battery very quickly. So obviously on the lead acid battery side, you have about 500 cycles, but you should not be draining that battery more than 50%. If you're draining a lead acid battery more than 50%, you're destroying the battery and you're going to drop the cycles from 500 cycles down to about 200 cycles. 200 cycles at load shedding at three times a day will give you about 70 days. Hmm. Right. And that's why yeah. you see a lot of people complaining the UPSs or their old inverters with lead acid batteries are giving a lot of problems these days. On lithium ion, yeah, absolutely. Lithium ion, once you've used up your cycles, you're actually, when they say you have 500 cycles or 1,000 cycles, you actually land up with 80% of the battery capacity left. Not like a lead acid battery where you almost have nothing left. So, advances okay. in batteries have been great. And uh, I think that we that we saw the announcement from ESCOM that permanent load shedding of stage two and three, I think would be a lot better for South Africa than, than having intermittent stage six where we're hitting four hours because that is really destroying a lot of the batteries and the solutions out there that were only designed for two hours. Yeah, absolutely. You need to add some predictability because, uh, you know, these batteries... When power does come back on, you need to recharge them to get to a certain point. But unfortunately, the time differences between all of this load shedding, sometimes batteries don't even get a chance to, to recharge in time. Um, it's interesting you mentioned all those different uh, uh, technologies uh, that are driving you know, these, these alternative energy sources. And, and, and I think that what I'm also hearing from you as well is that uh, you guys are spending a lot of money and effort on research and development because... There's a lot of fly-by-nights there. There's a lot of products out there that uh, say they are something, but they actually aren't. And I've actually seen and heard of situations where 
batteries have damaged electronic equipment because they're not rated properly and people are trying to use them for the wrong things. And, uh, you know, the quality of the battery inside is not what it's supposed to be, right? And I think these things all make a big difference. And what I'm saying to consumers out there is be very aware Buy brands that you know of, buy brands that other people use, and buy reliable brands. Don't buy brands that you've never heard of because you're looking for trouble. Um, it was interesting when I was at CES in Las Vegas just a couple of weeks ago uh, at the Consumer Electronics Show, and it was amazing for me to see how many energy solutions there were in a, in a, in a place like the U.S., where you know they've got a very solid power base there, and they don't have the same load shedding we have here, but yet... There were lots of lots of different manufacturers, uh, you know, coming up with new energy solutions. So I'm interested to know with your kind of products that you have at Gizu, what are the different products you got? You touched on that on that uh, on that uh, power base for a, a a modem and for a fiber, uh, perfect perfect for that. But you've expanded to many different products. So what products do you have, and who are they specifically targeted at? We have, we have quite a range of products at the moment that we're introducing new products um, that we've had certified and tested that will be arriving over the next couple of months. Um, our current range of, of Gizu products, like you say, starts at the, the Mini UPS. And from the Mini UPS, we, probably, we have a range of about five different Mini UPSs, ranging in different wattages that you can draw, and then also different battery capacities. Some you can charge with solar, uh, some have the POE on it, um, but the whole range uh, gives a different offering for, for different type of, of lifestyle and how many devices you want to run. You can add CCTV cameras, you can add VoIP phones onto them. Obviously, the more battery capacity on it, the more devices that you can add onto it. Um, mm, the second mm. product that we bought in is a, is a portable power station. So the portable style power stations are doing really well. We have a 300 watt and a 500 watt unit. These power stations are a portable power station that you charge up when the power fails or you have load shedding, you take it out, you plug your devices in, you switch the device on and you work for the period of load shedding. Once load shedding is finished, you charge the device again um, and, and, and then you uh, use it on the next load shedding. So yes, these, these are currently lithium-ion batteries and they do have a charge time between four and five hours. So if you, if you are in stage six, uh, there could be times where, where you don't have time to recharge the device and then you'd go for a higher capacity unit so that, that you'd have more time on it. Before you carry on, I, w I wanted to ask you very quickly if you can, before you expand on the other products, just to explain to us, um, how, how does one go about choosing the right you know, mini UPS for their needs? Because you mentioned what's, I mean, most people, uh, you know, I have no clue. You know, they think they can plug a kettle into it, which is the biggest mistake you can do. But obviously, things like routers and and a fiber box, you know, they, they draw minimal amount of power. How do you actually work out how many watts you need and what device you actually need? Sure. So we try to make it simpler and then we redesigned the packaging and the product naming on the Gizu product to rename it around the watt hours of the device. So otherwise you get milliamps and you get voltages and it's very difficult mm. to work out how long the device is going to last for you. So we've related all the products with that watt hour rating. So for instance, our, okay. our 100 watt mini UPS is 46 watt hour units. That means that you could use 46 watts for one hour before the device ran out of battery. 
in all these okay. devices, you have to take into account that you have an energy loss during the conversion. You're going to lose some energy. So even if we say it's a 46 watt hour unit, you put, you should probably to be safe, take off 20% as an energy efficiency ratio that you're going to lose out of the battery. So if we work right. there, you know, r- roughly uh, 10 units, so you'd have a usable capacity of 35 watt hours. At 35 watt hours, you know you could use 35 watts for one hour, or you could use three and a half watts for 10 hours. So what you do is you take your, your device, so let's say your router, your AC adapter on your router would normally have a watt rating. So normally, let's yes. say on a router, we could say it's a, a 10 watt router, also, when you look at that value, that is the highest amount that the AC adapter can give to the unit. It doesn't mean that the unit is drawing 10 watts all the time. So you'll find yes. that the unit could be drawing 3, 4, 5 watts and might peak at a 10 watt. But we take that 10 okay. watt and we look at, we have a 35 watt hour at 10 watts, we get three and a half hours out of the unit. Okay, all right. So it's it's quite easy to work out. Just look at the configurations on the boxes. And 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 Craig, you were touching on some of the exciting products you're going to be releasing uh, uh, throughout the year. What what can we expect uh, this year? Uh, you know, this quarter, the next quarter. Or what exciting products are coming from Gizu? So what we have just released and available on the market now is a little off-grid solar lighting solution. So it's a little battery box. It comes with a little 10-watt solar panel. It's about this size, and it comes with three LED lights. And that is designed to put the solar panel outside your house onto the roof. You can put three lights maybe into a, an outside patio area. You have a little battery, and you also have a USB port that you can charge devices. The unit cannot be charged off home AC, so it works totally off the solar panel. It recharges within five hours, so basically, Every day, every night, it would recharge, and at night you could turn on your three lights, and you could also charge your mobile devices. So that's a, a new oh. product that we've just launched. Um, what we're also introducing, and we've introduced it now as a the Gizu 12 volt 7 amp hour battery, is a life PO4 replacement battery for the lead acid batteries in the market. So I'm sure everybody has the experience. As soon as uh, load shedding comes, is returned, and uh, the neighbors' alarms are all going off. That's because their batteries have gone flat during load shedding, and when the power comes on, the alarm goes off. So that battery would have 500 cycles, and at stage six, it would probably last to four or five months. The new lithium uh, phosphate battery would probably last you 10 times that. So we are bringing in light here for batteries. We have the solar kit. Uh, what we also have, which is uh, not new to the market, but our units are, are quite different, is emergency bulbs. So that's going to be your standard uh, replacement screen bulb and bayonet bulb, as well as your downlight. And what happens is when you have load shedding, the light turns to an emergency mode. So normally it would operate at warm white color, so your, your normal warm white. As soon as there's load shedding, it switches over to battery and it switches to a cool white, which saves uh, more power on a cool white light. You can then also go okay. to your light switch, light switch during load shedding, and you can switch it, and it will dim the light down to fifty percent or twenty-five percent to save extra power. So the the, okay. the lights are new, and that and those will be coming towards the end of the month. On the power station side, there are really some great advancements coming. So firstly, we're moving over from lithium to light PO4, which will change our cycles from about a thousand to three thousand cycles on a on a power station. 
it will also work like a UPS. So there's no need to charge it, keep it somewhere, unplug it, plug in your devices and, and start going. You could leave your PC or your appliances plugged in permanently. And as soon as you have load shedding, it will automatically switch over to the battery. The great feature about these new LiPo4s is they're also super fast charge. So that power station will recharge within two hours. Within oh, wow. Two hours, you charge to 100%, um, and you'd have the cycles to basically last you through stage six load shedding for three years. That's pretty impressive. That's a that's a fantastic lineup that you guys have got uh, dealing with all sorts of eventualities resulting from load shedding. You know, you did touch on um, the the kind of technologies you use in your gadgets to uh, control the temperature, for example, that they don't overheat, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How how do you guys actually? A lot of your products come from China. How do you actually ensure that the products are best quality? Because there's so many different battery manufacturers, and at the end of the day, it's all about the battery, right? Uh, you're absolutely right. So um, you did mention earlier that uh, at the CES show, you saw so many people manufacturing power stations or manufacturing these products. Um, and like you say, I think every second supplier of ours out of China is offering us some type of backup solution at the moment, but they're not specialists in it. They're all trying to get into the market. So as I said, we get all our products retested at an independent factory. We have an office in China where we go to factory orders. We go check out the factories. We do the quality control. We also send quality inspectors to the factory to go check the production line um, while our goods are being produced. So there are factories that will not use A-grade batteries. You will find cheaper products and the batteries will not last. So yes, anybody can just look on the internet and start importing products out of China. But unless you are re-evaluating them, getting checked by an independent lab and verifying the factories, you could actually be buying from a trading house. What you're saying to me just reassures me as a consumer so much on, on getting and buying a brand that has got all these checks and balances in place. Martin? So, so Aki, one more side, and this is maybe just a little bit more fun, but uh, they say I'm in charge of R&D at Syntec. So even though Craig has got all the technical knowledge and understanding you can clearly see there's a lot of uh, ip behind the products yeah, when absolutely. they find products that are great from around the world and that they've designed they give them to me for a week and uh, i'm not involved in the development of these products but rather the research and destruction so if something can <laughs> last in my household for 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 a week typically it's safe for the south african consumer um, and uh, and funny enough, one of the other products that we've got coming in, uh, resulting from me having a whole lot of appliances blow up, is a is a voltage protector plug. And um, one of the big challenges we've noticed uh, with many consumers over the last few months is the instability of ESCOM's grid at the moment means that when the power comes back on, you either have a voltage spike or an under voltage yes. supply. And that can be catastrophic for appliances. So um, not only uh, massive voltage peaks uh, damaging hi-fis and, and, and computers, but actually uh, low voltage can damage fridges, freezers, air conditioners, and anything with a, with a, a compressor in it. And so I think insurance policy companies are probably dealing with lots of claims with uh, appliances getting damaged through load shedding. This is a little universal voltage protector plug that's been been launched in the Gizu brand, 
and it protects those appliances from irregular voltage supply, limits it, regulates that supply, and then makes sure that, that they only powered back on when the, uh, when the voltage normalizes. And, um, and so this is right. becoming quite right. a popular product from us. Uh, but it's, it's really exciting to see the development of, of the Gizu range largely driven by the consumer feedback and our followers saying, wouldn't it be nice if your products could also do this? Um, so having the team in China, having the, 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 uh, the, the understanding and the access to those factories directly means we can respond very quickly to the feedback and develop those products accordingly. That's very cool. So, so Ryan, you, you get to play with all the brand new technologies and toys when they arrive, eh? and you can destroy them as well. And, and, and also, we must just say at this point is uh, from a safety point of view, you know, we've spoken a lot about lithium-ion batteries, but please, please, please do not open these devices up. Lithium-ion batteries are very, very dangerous, and they are highly flammable. So don't attempt to do these kind of things. I mean, I've seen some scary things when it comes to lithium-ion batteries. Um, but, you know, if they come out of the enclosure, you know, you're gonna, you, that's why you've got the safety features you have, because it's a, it's a great technology, but, you know, you've got to be very careful with it. Okay, there are always risks with batteries. And um, we, where we have seen incidents is normally where somebody has dropped a device always using a broken cable uh, and mm. uh, effectively causing damage to the device. So yes, please, if your device has been dropped, if you see any damage on the device, rather don't use it and take it back to your service provider and your supplier and get them to check it out. Uh, but okay. normally it do happen when, when a unit has been dropped or it has been damaged and then somebody uses it. So where does one find uh, Gizu products? I mean, I see them all over the place. I see them on Take A Lot. I've seen them at Builders Warehouse. Where else? They're all over the place. So how do South Africans get their hands on the Gizu products and the new generation of products that you've spoken about? So, okay, we, uh, we, we, we only trade through uh, registered resellers. So all of the major ret retailers and online stores should be stocking Gizu. Um, Obviously, you've mentioned several of the retailers. Take a lot uh, carries our full range, and then we have a extensive range of uh, or extensive uh, list of independent retailers, support companies, and uh, and installers that also can have access to the product. So, if you're not comfortable installing or putting a Gizu product, or you don't know which uh, which uh, Gizu is best for you, those retailers are typically trained up, and then there is a host of computer and uh, electrical wholesalers and support companies that will be able to advise on which is the best product. But by and large, the one thing that we do believe with the Gizu range is they should be plug and play. And so we've tried to stay away from things that are too technical and, uh, and need a lot of research. We, we've tried very hard to make sure the products uh, can explain themselves and the packaging is, is quite informative. Fantastic. Well, listen, guys, uh, congratulations on, on, on taking a, a brand to such great heights and having such a versatility in a range of products in the brand. And uh, if there's one product range that's geared to deal with load shedding, it is most certainly Gizu, one of your many brands at Syntec. Um, and uh, wishing you guys uh, every success going forward. And, and it's great to hear and very reassuring to hear 
how much uh, time and effort you guys put into the the safety features of these devices because as i said earlier uh, there's a lot of uh, cowboys out in the market and don't think that you know you're going to buy something cheaper it's going to be good buy a product that's known and uh, that has been tested and tested over and over again these technologies uh, they power your homes they power your devices you need to give them the the, the right power they need and um, and you need to it needs to come from a company that knows what it's doing as the gents mentioned, if you add too much voltage or too little voltage, you can do some serious damage. And you look at what you're paying for these appliances, why take the risk? Craig Novitz, the CEO at Syntec, and Ryan Martin, co-founder and sales and marketing director at Syntec. Gents, thank you so much for joining and talking about your product range and the Gizu range. It's been absolutely fascinating. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.